Welcome, everyone. We are about to begin. This is Hashem, BPW number 16. That's uh, Bayez Panimi, Sheer number 16 for the women. We're going to go through Marriage Secrets by Leah Richheimer, chapter number 7, which is entitled The Empty Bucket. It has a fascinating concept within it. In a nutshell, what she's going to say is as follows, that all the basis of Shalom Bayez very often, and all the time really, is appreciation, hakaras expressing appreciation to one another. And of course, on the men's side, they need to learn and they need to be taught and educated on the importance of appreciating their wives and expressing it verbally as well as many other ways. On the women's end, this is where she comes in, to, she explains that very often husbands may never learn to appreciate their wives enough that will satisfy them. And she explains why that is. And she explains how to go about eliciting and getting appreciation from their husbands in very wise ways that would help them express their appreciation towards towards their wives. And um, what she goes through and explains that even though, yes, the husband, it's his, you know, his achrayis, he's the husband, he's supposed to express that appreciation, and that's very true. But very often the way the makeup of many husbands are, we're talking again about good people, good men that really love their wives, do appreciate them, but sometimes they don't know when and how to express it. And sometimes the wife need, needs to learn those tools to give him that help, to get him to express that appreciation. And she acknowledges it's a foreign concept for many. Many wives basically sort of told her, more or less, you know, he could figure it out on his own. He should figure it out on his own. Why do I need to prompt him towards it? But as she explains through this chapter is why it's important to do this. And when you do this, it it really takes a big burden off the husband and it causes the wife to be more feeling that appreciation in her heart. Um, The truth is appreciation is very, very important. And um, men very often don't know how to compliment or they compliment on the wrong things. Um, but the truth is, is if they are taught or they're sort of brought out to express that appreciation, wise when they have appreciation, they'll work tireless, tirelessly throughout the night, helping in many, many ways. And without appreciation, um, she says, the wise will become angry or resentful, or totally worn out. Hakar Satayv is important to be felt. And she talks about realistic ways of going about it. Now again, I'm just going to say, because this chapter is very much oriented, obviously she's a woman talking to women, and this doesn't remove the responsibility from a husband doing his best to learn a lot from his about his wife, and, and to know how to express that re- appreciation. And I try my best on the other side of Mechitza to do that. But she's talking on the wise perspective and how it's uh, it basically, which is true, many men just simply don't have difficulty expressing appreciation because it doesn't always come naturally to many, many men, to many husbands. And you probably know this from personal experience. We're talking about husbands that are good people, menschlich, ehrlich. We're not talking about someone that's mean or anything like that. But very often they just have difficulty, even if they have it in their heart, to say it 
and how they say it, and the wives are eagerly awaiting for the husband to finally get it, once and for all, to knock it into their head. But very often he won't get it. They're deficient very often in this trait. And again, we try to teach them the skills to go about it to make that gap easier. But the bottom line is, it's they sometimes don't have that concept naturally, and they need to work on it. But the wives have ways to help their husbands express that appreciation towards them that fulfills the both of them. Of course, the Chazaynish writes that a couple connects mostly through talking and through communication. And that's why it's important to bond through that uh, communication. Now, she goes through explaining the myth of surprises. She has a, cha- uh, a piece on this that explains very often that um, what wise also, she tries to remove from them this notion that if my husband would surprise me with something, I would, and, and how on a car as a type to send me something, how, how great I would feel. But very often it's overrated because that fantasy is really not the reality of very often you end up with an expensive item that your husband bought that is useless to you. And sometimes it helps not to have surprises and to pretty much express and explain to your husband what you would like, what you would want, and you would appreciate it, even though it's quote-unquote scheduled. But that itself removes a lot of misunderstandings I, it's scheduled, you're going to say, and that's not romantic. But the bottom line is, is the husband wants to do this for you. He says, I love you, and I want to get, get, give you what you need, and I, I want to treat you for your birthday, anniversary, or stam. You know, it was a hard month for you, and I want to show a car satayv, and what could I get for you? And the wife here, instead of saying, you know, just surprise me, or, or gets a little, you know, why you're asking me, you should know, to shift that. And to really genuinely say, this is what I would really love. This is what I would really would like. Because the husband may think, I want to buy a piece of jewelry. And the wife will sometimes say, I, I don't wear that type of jewelry. Or it's jewelry I wear rarely. I don't always enjoy it. I would rather have my our candelabras all, you know, whatever. I, it's sort of chipped or whatever. Or, or, and I would like a, a candelabra for Shabbos, for Shabbos candles. And that's what I really, really want. And she tells this to her husband, and then he provides it for her. It rem- takes a relief off the husband, not having to brainstorm what his wife really wants. And the wife gets what she needs. And it's all an expression of a karasatayv. Now, what she says, which seems radical, is very often is to express to your husbands what appreciation you need to feel and what you want to hear from him. And, again, when you first hear this, this sounds, you know, a little strange. But in reality, many, many husbands, most husbands, Baruch Hashem, want to please their wives more than the wives ever realize. They really want, want, to, want to please their wives. They may, it may be buried under some frustration, some resentment, some other things, but deep down, they have a desire to make their wives happy. They need to know how to fan it. They need to know how to bring it out. And sometimes a wife could actually bring that out in her husband. And then when then, then he'll be comply and he'll want to express that more and more. Another thing that's very important we're going to talk about is, is with these methods that she talks about here, brings the husband to express the in words. 
And very often a wife will say, maybe he's just saying those words because I prompted him to do it. For example, her one of the strategies she says that works very, very well is if you have good communication skills with one another, pretty much, and the wife would say something like, wasn't the soup great tonight? Or did you notice I paid the bills? And, and he will catch on right away and say, yeah, the soup was wonderful tonight. Now you're going to say to yourself, shouldn't he have realized it itself and he should have complimented on the soup that it was great tonight without me having to like, prompt him like that? Never mind about that. This is an excellent Aitza, good Aitza, because ten to- nine times out of ten, a husband will say, you know, yes, it was very good. You're gently basically prompting your husband to express that akar as a toy that generally he wants to express anyway. You know, if you say, how do you like this chicken? You risk your husband answering, you know, that it may not be whatever and give you needs more salt, more this, more that. If you say, wasn't it great tonight? And he'll respond, it was great tonight. And uh, or or she would say, you know, I made was uh, here's the dessert, and I'm proud of that pie crust. It wasn't easy to make, and she talks like that, and he hopefully he'll get the hint, and he'll agree. Yes, I see, it was great, and and I see how hard you put it in, and it ended up looking very great, and you know it worked out good, and so on and so forth. So that's one method to prompt him. And if you're going to say, well, that's not genuine, or if you're going to say, oh, that's just words. First of all, one thing about Akar is a type with words. Even if you believe that it's he's just saying the words and he doesn't really feel it in his heart, there's one thing that you need to know. It's brought down from Moshe Kabrin that someone went over to him and said that um, I'm very, very jealous of, of another store owner that's nearby because every all customers come to him and he makes a lot of money and my store is always empty and I'm very jealous and I don't, ha- I don't know how to handle the jealousy. Ramosha Kabrin told him, what you need to do now is every time you see a customer going into the, the, his um, friend's store, you need to say, I am, happy for he, I am happy for him, and may he have a lot of parnasa barevach, and, 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 and um, you know, everything should be more and more matzliach, and I'm truly happy for him. Now this Yid said, but, but that's, that I, I'm, I'm not happy for him. How, how could I say those words? So Ramosha Kabrin explained, First, First, you say it with your mouth. You express that appreciation. And then it'll come, and then it'll seep into your heart. If you want to remove jealousy, if you say this, even if right now it seems external, superficial, ultimately it'll penetrate the heart. So first of all, hopefully, in many cases, you already have the feeling in the heart, or your husband has that feeling in his heart, and he's going to express that outward. But even if not, the words itself has tremendous value of it affecting his heart ultimately. So that is one method. We're not going to go into every method. Um, sometimes, some you know, you have to know also the relationship is very different by every couple. So you, some of these suggestions, she even says she writes here, will say, this is not my husband, won't go for this, or I can't get myself to do it, or, or, or whatever it is. But some things are worth trying. One thing is actually asking directly, to say, you know, I could use some appreciation now. Some people have that sprach with each other, husband and wife, if they develop that good communication skills, and they talk, and they do, you know, have a good connection and she could say sometimes, you know, I've been worn out and I had a hard day. I could use some appreciation. 
and let him appreciate you with using his words. And remember what I just said, you're going to say, what do you mean? I told him to say these words that I to, to appreciate me, so he's saying it like a puppet. And the truth is, is 95% of the time, he's not being a puppet. He's being prompted by you. Yes, you're going to say he should have figured it out on his own, that I, looked, um, I worked hard today and, and I, I feel down and I need that sense of appreciation. I wish he would have hopped it on his own. And again, we try with the men, when we talk to them on the other side of Mechita there, for them to learn how to prompt it on their own. But the bottom line is, is even if you prompt them or tell them, I need appreciation, and they appreciate you back with your own words. Number one is, even if it's just words at this point, it'll penetrate his heart at one point. And number two is very, very often, it's already in his heart. He does have that Akar Satay. He just, because of his you know, mind you know, being distracted or whatever the reasons are, he doesn't think to say it now. He doesn't have that emotional nuance right now. Or for sometimes, you may be upset, he praised you for your cooking, but he forgot to mention how much you did other types of cleaning and other things you did. So remind them of that. Say, you know, I did this, I did that, I did the other thing. And, and that direct approach with many couples do work. It's not nudging or nagging. It's not talking about waving your finger, oh, no, you know, you, this is what you're supposed to do, like on a checklist. Certain husbands and wives have that relationship where they could be direct like that, and the husband really willingly wants to do this and needs that just like prompt and that reminder. Then she goes through a scenario where there's a prearranged challenge where you need to explain that nature of a karsatayv more. He gi- she gives an example about, let's say, um, you need to go to a relative of his for a simcha, for over Shabbos. A cousin, uh, your husband's cousin. You have to go there. Because you have to go to that simcha, there's no way to get around it, whatever it is, so you're going there for Shabbos. And you know that that home in that particular cousin's house is difficult for you. There's some family members there that are challenging for you to be around. And over here, it may be Kadai. You know, in so, these type of situations, before you go there, in a private moment, you tell your, your husband, I know it's hard for you to understand this, but I often feel challenged going to your cousin's house. Don't want to say Lashon Haro or anything, but it's Lotayelas to tell you that it's difficult for me. And I can use your help to support me through it. I'm going to still go, but it'll be much easier for me if you know how, you fe- how I feel and you feel for me and you appreciate my efforts. And that's very, very important. You could express that openly. Now you're going to say the husband on his own should figure it out on his own. When he realizes that he's tell- you know, that his wife together with him, have to go to the, this particular relative that you know, sometimes is challenging for his wife, he should on his own tell this to his wife. I know it's hard for you. I know it's not easy. It's a simcha, but we'll deal with it, get over with it, and I appreciate what you're doing, and I know how difficult it could be. He may need to, you know, he, he should learn to figure it out on his own and say that. That's true. But if you as a wife tell him this, if he doesn't say that, but you tell him this, then most of them will do very, very well in giving you that support on that Shabbos and so on and so forth. Because one thing men, husbands are good at doing is if they give, are given clear, doable tasks, I need you to do this or that or the other thing, usually 
they have a clear picture when you be specific about it that they'll know, okay, you told me to do this, I'll do that. And the same thing applies with these things, with this Akara Satayv. And again, very often, she says it herself, many wives initially resist this. He should know on his own. Maybe he should know on his own. But the bottom line is, is very often, he does know, doesn't have the, the skills to hop everything. So he may not have the skills, but if you prompt him, he's more usually will be more than happy to express that akarsa type. The same thing goes with gifts. Some women, some wives, very getting gifts from their husbands are very important to them. Some less so, but the ones that are and the husbands don't seem to really understand that or get that, then there's no harm. It's even beneficial to prompt them sometimes. Uh, they're clueless about giving flowers for Shabbos or whatever it is. You tell them, you know, I'd really, really enjoy if you would bring home a beautiful thing of Shabbos for Shabbos or uh, for flowers. Or you could tell them sometimes, you know, that's not really my thing. It's okay, but I'd really like this and this and the other thing. And not to think that this is um, superficial or because it's coming from you and you're prompting him that he didn't think of it on his own like initially, that that's not meaningful the Adarava, I really believe that very often the husbands sometimes don't have a, are clueless when it comes to specifics of what they need to do, but they really want to do it. Now, for all of this to work, and again, this is an unusual chapter, um, you know, about, because it seems like counterintuitive in many ways, but it does work based on what she says from experience, and this relieves a lot of pressure from the husbands, and it also makes the wives feel a lot better in getting that appreciation and what they need. And sometimes, I mean, the most important thing is really to communicate. So you may, maybe in order to do this, to explain that women in generally need continuous appreciation. Some husbands, you know, it's, it's uh, news to them, you know. So they realize that this, ex- what they believe sometimes is excessive need for appreciation is very normal for wives to feel. And you don't want them to be burdened by having to show you appreciation all the time. So you explain to them that you learn new techniques that you hope will bring specific appreciation without too much pressure on his part. And again, because the bottom line is, you may say that, okay, this is not spontaneous or it's not coming from you know something in his own mind. The truth is it is coming from his heart. Most of the time it is coming from his heart that he really loves his wife. And he just sometimes doesn't know the right words or clueless in in the way to express it or how to go about it. But once he's informed, do this or that, he's more than happy to do it. And he has all that Akarsa type and it flows out and it's a beautiful thing. It's interesting. She has a cute anecdote here, B, that she um, had a woman sitting in her class when she was talking about these aspects and he was... You know, she was nervous because these seemed to be new ideas. And one of them was, for example, uh, um, that you prompt your husband, you know, and say, oh, wasn't this uh, supper delicious tonight? Like you tell your husband that. So it prompts him to say, yes, it was delicious. I really appreciate it. It's great. And she didn't seem to be keen on these ideas. And then what happened was this woman went to her grandparents' house for a Suda Friday night, and they were eating the chicken soup. And all of a sudden, she hears the, her her bubba, her her grandmother, tell the grandfather, the Zayda, the soup came out pretty nice, Zayda, didn't it? <laughs> and he said, "Yes, it did. It was great. It was delicious." And she always fell off a chair. You know, 
because that that's exactly what it is. So sometimes that prompting is needed. Is is is. Uh, is um, very beneficial and not to be frustrated by the fact that your husband can't really figure it out very often on his own or may not always have the right words to say on his own and needs that prompting um, you know I wish it would be no more nuanced. Uh, I've heard people say before about their husbands that he would cop this and very often the lack of hopping is a technical thing in his brain. It's not because he doesn't love you. It does not because he doesn't appreciate you. But he needs that help. But when you give them that help, he's happy to give it. And you yourself um, get that appreciation that you truly, truly need. And again, as I give this share, certainly with the husbands, definitely want to express to them as much as possible to express that car to try to figure it out as you know his own communication obviously is the best for all but the idea of prompting or expressing specific things that you want from your husband as a car is not it sounds scheduled but it's not superficial and is it's not not real it is very very real because it's coming from a source of what he really wants to do anyway, just may not have as being a man or a particular personality type, has difficulty figuring it out on his own, and he needs a little help with it. But once he has that help, he's more happy to do it. Bracha and atzlacha.